What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Made Varsity. I am a World Cup fan for rent. Tweet me your inquiries, and you can find me at Colby Complains. All one word. Uh, I'm a sad basketball fan. You can find me at D underscore River underscore O. I can't wait to follow LeBron to his next team. It's going to be lit. Hi, it's Maverick once again. You can find me not at my burner account, just my regular account at Heartbreak 2 underscores kid. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm a very optimistic baseball fan, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. We have no more basketball. It's over. It's a rippity rap. Aaron got his bet right that there was a sweep. It was just <laughs> the wrong way. Colby, he was right. Colby's dad needs to put some respect on his Twitter because Colby <laughs> asked for recommendations on what to expect from Carolina in the Super Regional, and I said heels and two, and Colby's dad said, yeah, listen to Aaron's sports opinions, especially the one about the Cavs. And I nailed, <laughs> that, funny, though, I nailed that baseball take. So I don't want to hear it. To be it. fair, just now my dad said, oh, he's getting better. <laughs> if I'm 500 on my sports takes, then that is a major success, in my opinion. Well, let's talk about this series. and I guess we could talk about the NBA season in general. Um, Cavs got swept. Brooms out. Yeah. Brooms out. We are all witness. I'm... I know I don't know if I said this last week, but um, I finally got on the I'm tired of the Warriors train. It's about oh, time. Oh, it took you long enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I'm not mad at KD for going to the Warriors. I'm really not because you know whatever, go get your ring, do you, boo boo. But I am annoyed at what it did to basketball. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, that's a fair assessment. I mean, listen, I mean, think about the Warriors without KD at this point. I think they still would have won another championship, but I think it would have been a lot more competitive, you know? Like, I think that the Rockets would have beat this iteration of the Warriors team if it didn't have Kevin Durant. Like, I think they would have beat them. Um, and I just think it just kind of, he just kind of ruined the parody of and the I NBA, think which some people... And okay. I think left. <laughs> I was gonna say, and that, but that's a that's a point that some people have contention with. because so some people don't think there really is that much parity in the NBA. But that's a that's also another topic. I also think last year's finals series would have been a lot more competitive without Durant on the Warriors. I don't think there's much parity in many sport leagues, honestly. Because I mean, like you can reference the fact that what how many championships in a row did the Celtics win, like or how many like I mean I know the Celtics have seventeen, Lakers have sixteen, but the next closest franchise has six. Yeah, which is the Bulls, not and the, the Warriors, Spurs have five. Bulls. <coughs> the Bulls and the Bulls, Bulls. and yeah. now the Warriors, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty. I think that's right. So, um, but like. If you look at the NFL, like, in the AFC at least, like, what, three teams have won the last however many um, AFC championships? If you look at college football, uh, 
Alabama's Alabama. in the conversation every single year. If you yeah. look at college basketball, like when's the last time a non-blue blood or new blood won the championship? Yeah, I mean, I think I it, feel like that was supposed to be the dividing thing how, between college and professional sports. It it depends Where, on like, how you define parity. If you define it as teams that make the playoffs or teams that are legitimate contenders for the title, because they're two very different definitions and they come with different consequences. Because there are there is parity in the bottom in like the middle tier of most every sport, but at the top the same teams are generally there every season. Yeah. I mean, I think there's generally a lot of hegemony across sports. Like, there's always, the, like Colby was referring to, two or three teams that are always going to be there over a large period of time. Uh, but, I mean, I feel like it hasn't necessarily been that way in the NBA until now. Like, while you have teams like the Spurs, when you had the big three in Miami or the big three in Boston, it still wasn't like – it just didn't seem as long as it did for this Warriors team, even with well, adding I think Kevin that's, that's, all, that's also in part because this is the first time in professional sports ever that there have been the same two teams for four consecutive finals. So I think that's probably a I'm, large part of it because even if it's the same four teams competing, there were still four teams competing, whereas – the past four years in basketball, it was a foregone conclusion that it was going to be Cavs-Warriors. I mean, the last time there was, like, a real surprise. I won't even say surprise. It's, like, a non-established like team that won the uh, NBA Finals was the Mavericks in 2011. You're darn um, right. Maybe you can make the, the argument for the Pistons in 04, but, like, you see a lot of Spurs, a lot of Lakers... Um, I mean, you have a random Heat team in there, but that was a team with Dwayne Wade and um, Shaquille O'Neal. That was one of the best individual seasons of all time by Wade. Yeah, and then you get, yeah, there was like that one time the Spurs won in 2014, but the Spurs are always in the conversation for one of the best teams in the NBA. Parity is not something that sports does well in general. Yeah, I mean... I'm just trying to think about, like, because I thought that this year in totality for basketball was one of the most fun years, at least for the regular season, was one of the most fun regular seasons that I've had, like, I've experienced in a while. And even until, to the come f- up on the, until the finals, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that rockets Warrior series was pretty fun, too. Um, and, like, you know, you know, I reflect on this whole season and just, like, all the different facets of it. It's like the... Uh, <laughs> I see. I don't know if it's like the external parts or the or the actual game because like you had like the tunnel fight, uh, <laughs> you had Markel Fultz forgetting how to basketball. You got you Drew Bledsoe um, tweeting, "I don't, don't want to be here." That happened this season. <laughs> he said he was at a hair salon, bro. <laughs> it's like, and it's like everything Joel and Bead, just entertaining and, the uh, folks. And um, oh, what was the other one? Shoot. I mean, Chris Paul and the Rockets. JR yeah, I mean, throwing the soup. The soup. Yeah, throwing the soup. <laughs> there was a healthy amount of, of uh, controversy and uh, drama going on in the league. I mean, I have hope because, like, I feel like this next, this next, I feel like this next season in the NBA is going to be very weird because there's going to be a lot of moving pieces this off season. I feel like. Yeah. 
Because at this point, not just every, LeBron, but all these teams are trying to break this parity and try to make something that can actually go up against this Warriors team. Because there's obviously, with keeping all of these pieces intact, it's going to be hard for just about anyone to, unless they make their own like team with four all-stars in the starting lineup. Yeah, and it's like, I can't see the Warriors breaking up because of salary issues, because of I feel like Clay is the one like guy that's like, ah, I'll take a pay cut <laughs> to keep everybody together. Also, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. That I happened mean, this year. The person that we forget is probably the third best basketball player in the world. That's also very true. I don't know if true. I put him over AD. I don't know. AD's pretty... I, AD has my third spot, but... That's, that it could be debatable. I that's think debatable. at his best... I, that's that's, at not, that's his, not a best take Kawhi, tonight. At his best, Kawhi is probably the third best player, but at his worst, he is not. It's not really a take that I'm I'm holding on to that tightly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... um, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I feel like DeAndre Jordan wants to move spots. Kyrie Irving could leave the Celtics, apparently. Um, which we could talk about more if y'all want to, but... um. The potential of LeBron leaving. Maybe Kevin Love's going to be on the trading block. Um, what else we got? Um, shoot. Is Blake Griffin in a, like, is he a free agency? Or no? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I just, I don't know why that name popped in my head. There's definitely a lot of bigs in this free agency period. Yeah, I know that Boogie, Boogie Boogie's a thing. Clint Capella, potentially. Capella, yeah. Uh, is Carl Anthony Towns up? No, he has... I think he has a year left. Yeah, he has year. a year left until his restricted free agent year. But I would be shocked if the Timberwolves gave him up. Marcus Page, restricted free agent. <laughs> Heck yeah. But, you know, I think, I think, like I said, I think this next NBA season will be very weird. Especially... <laughs> Depending on where, like, oh, we didn't even say Paul George. Paul George. Paul George is up, yep. Yeah. Playoff P. <laughs> that's the word. That was another thing. He gave himself the nickname Playoff P and then proceeded to drop five points in a cl- in a playoff elimination game. <laughs> Udonis Haslam is still in the league? <laughs> he is? That, man is? that man is old as time. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't think I know a league without Udonis Haslam. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. That's yeah. like earlier this week, my <laughs> brother and I started playing MLB 2K12 on the Xbox 360, and there are so many old players that I forgot existed that are good in that game. It's fun playing old baseball and old sports games in general. Uh, what was it, Madden 07 that everyone loved and still kind of plays sometimes? Madden 05 was my all-time favorite. 05. The one with Ray Lewis on the cover. I think it is that one, yeah. Who's on the cover of 07? Oh, that's going to tear me apart. Uh, was 07? Oh, John Alexander. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, there we go, yep. Who was 06? Was 06 Brian Westbrook? Or was it Mike Vick? No, Vick was 0-2. No, Donovan McNabb. Oh, yeah. I was close. Was that the year with the um, with the QB vision? Yes. 
The very divisive QB vision. Oh, I Yo. was it divisive or did everyone hate it? I, I hated it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. What else do we have on the NBA? Oh yeah, LeBron broke his hand. Well, he Joel bro, buried it's, it. It's, it's not broken, but it's, it's uh, basically yeah. Broken. People say that it's similar pain amounts to breaking. So after game one, understandably, LeBron was frustrated. Was it a blackboard or a whiteboard that he punched? I heard blackboard. Because I think that very much changes how much it would hurt. All I know is JR's chest is a lot softer. Because <laughs> I presume that it was a roller blackboard, not like an in-the-wall blackboard. And... I feel like in general, blackboards are a lot harder than whiteboards, even though you can paint both of them onto something. I think that the material is harder. In my head canon, it was a it was a rolly blackboard. <laughs> it but was a rolly blackboard. I don't know. It's 2018. Why do they have blackboards in those locker rooms? That's what you put in the away locker room. It's a mess with them. So why doesn't the away team just bring their own whiteboard? That sounds like a lot of effort. Yeah. They're NBA teams. I think they could put in the effort for it. Did y'all see that uh, the Warriors used 400 bottles of champagne that were up to like $400,000 in the locker room? <laughs> I did not see that. Oh. And then you gotta get that Walmart champagne. <laughs> Bro, they gotta change those carpets now. <laughs> I'll <like> CVS <laughs> champagne. <laughs> David West put that picture up on Twitter. I think it was Nick Young and JaVale McGee. And it was like... The Henny is undefeated. <laughs> Nick Young. Shout out to Swaggy P, who's the NBA champion uh, now. Hundo P. Yeah. Hundo P? <laughs> he, He's on one. As in his own words, from getting snitched on to getting a ring on. Yep. I didn't know I wanted this this bad. Like, I knew I wanted this, but I didn't know I wanted it this badly until now. <laughs> J.R. Smith posted a picture. It's like, uh, you know, congratulations, Nick Nick Young. You know, they hate seeing people like us at the top. Hashtag no shirt brothers. That's true. Was it came out the plane without a shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he I popped thought. a bottle of champagne for himself <laughs> off of the plane. <laughs> wow. Does anyone really... Sorry, I was really far from the mic. Does anyone really like champagne? Well, I've never drank because I'm not 21, so I can't say. This is true. David, do you... Do you does anyone you know really like champagne? Um, I feel like people drink champagne because they feel like they're supposed to drink champagne in that moment. <laughs> Would I... You know what? I, it's okay. I kind of... Listen, not to go off on a tangent, but I've kind of moved away well, from white wines. We're here. Oh, I moved away from white wines. guy now? <laughs> I'm, into, I'm only into red wines. Uh... <laughs> no, but for real. Uh, I know that uh, a certain significant other had a very bad experience with champagne and can't have it anymore. So it works out for both of Was us. Was not feeling lovely after sipping the bubbly. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all <laughs> but yeah I don't know basketball it's I'm excited for me. now we're in the now we're in the uh, the sports purgatory we have baseball a, going on 
excuse okay, you. No, you have baseball. We have, we have the World Cup. You coming. went to a baseball game and enjoyed it. That's a great segue. Thank you, Aaron. So, I mean, unless you want to talk about it in your corner, I, w- I was going to talk I mean, about it in my next corner. Thing. Once I'm still, yeah, I'm I mean, still so writing down stats. Give me a minute. Stall. Stall. Okay. <laughs> so no, but uh, you know, no sports purgatory, no basketball, no football, no. Uh, I feel like NBA free agency is going to have to just hold me over until we don't even have hockey for fans seats. to try to get us to like. Sure. And the, uh, the NBA the, awards show isn't for another two weeks. That's that's another thing that that's so annoying is that they're like they haven't done the awards yet. Like we don't we don't quote unquote know who the MVP yeah. is and yet. Uh, not only is it dumb waiting so long to do it, but it's cool when the player gets it in front of their home crowd. I was there at the game when LeBron got his first MVP award, and it was awesome. Like, yeah, no matter who wins the MVP, it's going to be underwhelming when they win it in front of a random crowd instead of in front of their home fans. Also, it just needs to be at the end of the regular season. Congrats to the Capitals, the Washington Capitals, winning their first title, their first Stanley Cup. Yeah. It was actually a pretty entertaining game. I didn't watch because I was playing a tabletop RPG, but it was fun. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Alex Ovechkin. Good for him. Yep. Yep, yep. How are you you doing over there, Aaron? I'm ready. All right. You ready? Go for it. Uh, Wait, I'm typing one more thing. Sorry, stall for five seconds. Oh, my goodness. No, we're just going to sit in silence. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so, book your tickets to Omaha. The heels are coming back. We are now 5-0 and in the postseason. We swept the Chapel Hill Regional and then swept the Chapel Hill Super Regional over. The first game we beat a then we beat Houston twice, and then the past two days we beat Stetson twice. Both very stressful games in the ninth inning. And that second Houston game not, was very stressful in the ninth inning as well. Not just, not just the ninth inning, the ninth inning with two outs yeah, left. Yeah, both games... Stetson's pitcher, who was also a really good hitter, almost hit a home run to put them ahead in a walk-off home run. Mm. And, uh, so, yeah, we have really come alive at the most important time of year in baseball. College baseball playoffs are such a fun time because it's such a more chaotic playoff system than any other sport with the double eliminations and then the three-game series and the weird format. And also there's just so much coverage and there are there are a lot of games like March Madness, but I guess that, uh, baseball is my favorite sport, so that's probably why I'm biased towards it. But the College World Series time of year is just so much fun. And... Uh, NC State is eliminated. Duke is one game away from being eliminated. So that's very good for... Excuse me, very good for us. Um, But for the heels, the bats have come alive like nothing else. And this is the best possible time of year for that to happen. Our opponents have scored in 12 innings in the... We've played five games. So in the 45 innings that we've played, our opponents have scored in 12 innings. And in the 12 subsequent innings afterwards, well, I guess we've only played 11 innings after that because one of them was in the ninth inning with Stetson. But in the in the 11 innings afterwards, we've outscored our opponents in eight of those innings, which is just unbelievable. That's pretty impressive. To think about that. We outscore them 
almost every single time they score on us. Um, we've had six home runs in five games. Ike Freeman was five for seven in the Super Regional. In the playoffs, Michael Bush has been ten for seventeen. He's only had one game without multiple hits, and in those five games, he has eleven RSBI and two home runs. He has been unbelievable for us. He, his OPS, I believe, is around nine hundred. He's just been an unbelievable hitter, and he's been a great team leader for the offense. Also, major shout-outs to Cody Roberts and John Luca Delatri. They both had significant injuries during the season, but they've both come back really strong and have been really, really big contributors to this team. And you can tell this team is very happy to get back to Omaha for the first time in five years, especially after the major disappointment last season. And we also now are ending the season with the longest active home win streak in the country. We've now won 18 straight home games. We haven't lost a home game since March 21st. So nearly three months. Let's see if we can keep winning in Omaha. We've definitely looked, I mean, not borderline, we've looked unbeatable at home. I'm interested to see how how we perform when we get out of the Bosch. Yes, so am I. And against a team that we have some history with. Apparently. Yes. I don't know that yes. history. I just know that we have history. Yeah, we're probably playing Oregon State. Uh, yeah, we're we definitely faced playing them. Oregon State game We one. faced them in the College World Series in, what, 2007, 2008 or something like that. Because I, rem- I remember watching that series whenever it did happen. I assume we lost. We them. did lose. <laughs> All I know is that you know me, typical crazy sports fan. I actually looked into flights to Omaha. And I do not think I'm going, but there are mildly possible ways for me to get there for the first weekend or if we make it the second weekend. If I wanted to, I could fly out on Thursday night at like 10 p.m. from Detroit into Kansas City, which is two hours drive to Detroit and two hours drive from KC to Omaha. So I'd get there very late on Thursday night and then... I could fly out of Omaha on Sunday night into L.A. and have, like, a five-hour layover there and then get into Detroit at 6 a.m. <laughs> on Monday morning. That sounds and a little I, hectic. I, I really want to do it because I want to go to Omaha for the College World Series, but it's expensive, and I don't think that it's worth the hecticity when I have physics on Monday morning. Yeah. David, how was the environment at the Bosch? It was packed in there, man. Like... So, let me actually talk into the microphone on my computer. That would probably help. <laughs> no, it was packed. Really good energy. Actually, like, a lot more Stetson fans there than I thought there were going to be, but not enough to make a difference, really. I mean, there was just, like, a one group behind the, the bullpen. Or not the bullpen, the um, dugout. And the, um, you know, lots of good energy. Lots of uh, lots of people in the crowd. I saw Roy there, which was cool. He was there with Wanda. Wearing a little, uh, wearing a little top. Not a top hat. What is it? It's like a, I don't know, those, like, was he wearing a Stetson? It might have been a Stetson, Stetson? yeah. It was, it was cute. It was adorable. What is a Stetson? It's a type of hat. Well, yes, I know, the, but what does it look like? It's, but think, it's, for, to not totally generalize it, it's like a cowboy hat. I'm looking. Oh, yeah. It's a genuine it, cowboy hat. It, it, yeah. It's like a little less extreme on the curls than a cowboy yes. hat. But, however, like, uh, why doesn't Stetson wear Stetsons? But they are the Hatters because it was founded yeah. by the dude that made the hat. <laughs> but, um, no, really good environment. It was 
not too hot at first, but it started like really heating up inside the stadium, like in the fourth or fifth inning. Um, fun fact: I don't know if they showed this on TV, but the, somebody definitely fell through the bullpen in like one of the like the first or second innings. Like somebody from Stetson was going for a catch, and he. I, are you talking about the foul ball where the dude like crashed into the yeah, wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he yeah, oh, it, it was yeah. the door. Yeah, yeah the, he's lucky that it was the door and not the wall because it absorbed his contact. Yeah, no. Yeah. We thought he was. Oh, they showed we that. Thought, we thought he was hurt, but he uh, he laughed it off. So he was, he was yeah, fine. he just needed a minute to catch his breath. No, they definitely also, showed that. Moving away from the College World Series for a second, shout out to Jordan Adams, Carolina, oh, yeah. former Carolina football and baseball recruit. He was picked number seventeen. Yep, seventeen. Seventeen, I believe, in the MLB draft by the Angels, and he decided to sign with the Halos. I think he got like a four point five mil signing bonus. Listen. Something like that. So, to anybody, very well deserved. Like, to anybody that potentially like listening to this, who is a Carolina fan and feels any other way other than "Wow, go get that money, child." Stop. Like, stop what you're doing. Like, let this let this kid go get his money. <laughs> like, he is having a much safer and most likely longer career like, than he would yeah, have playing football. Weigh the options: play football in college, where you're not going to make any money and could potentially get injured for the rest of your life, or Play baseball and make you know upwards of four million dollars in your in your rookie year. No, that's a and so this is a signing bonus, so that's guaranteed. Yeah. He could flop, and that's guaranteed money. I, and so like yeah. that's not even talking about a potential career. So like, and he would have like a small minor league contract on top of that. And so like that kind of money, like if spent the right way and supplemented over the course of several years, he, that he could basically live off that for the rest of his life. Yep. Did you all know that the Los Angeles Angels the are Anaheim. officially right, the, Los, right. the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? But they still but, play in Anaheim. But uh, in 2013, they were supposed to they were trying to officially drop the of Anaheim, um, but the deal was never finalized. But the MLB official style guide. Um, simply refers to the team as the Los Angeles Angels since 2016. So technically, they are the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. But interesting. It's also you know. Is someone Dave, opening is a you? bag of chips? Stop it! I'm sorry. <laughs> it's good lord. It's kind of dumb, in my opinion, that they have the Los Angeles Angels part. Obviously, it's good for like marketing and branding and all, but they're in Anaheim, which is. A while away from LA, so it's kind of misleading. Like if someone fly, if someone flies into LA and is like, "I want to go see a Halos game," well, too bad you have to drive all the way to Anaheim. Also, Halos is not in the official style guide. Yeah, it's a, it's a very it's an official unofficial nickname, like how our nickname is the Tribe. Yeah. The um. The local media is not supposed to refer to them as the Halos in LA. But like on Sports Center they refer to them as the Halos. Yeah. And the like their fan know. forums are called the, like the more you know Halo content. Halo Heaven. But let's talk about uh content. Various modes of content. Anaheim is a forty minute drive from Los Angeles. Uh E three is this week. It's currently happening right now. Is it? I thought it started in. Um, well, okay, like I mean, like days. it has it has currently. No, no, no. Like yesterday was a 
uh, not Bethesda. Yesterday was EA. Today is um, I just had the schedule pulled up, but it's my computer's being slow. Uh, today is Microsoft, Bethesda, and Devolver Digital. Tomorrow is Square Enix, Ubisoft, and Sony. And then Tuesday is Nintendo. So tomorrow we might know whether or not there is actually a release date for Kingdom Hearts. Wait, did you not see it? Yeah, no, I thought no. they posted it on Twitter. January 29th, yeah. bro. It's coming? It's coming. They had a release they, they put a release date on there. Isn't it fantastic? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Look at it the, is. the relief in your face. Yes. They confirmed January 29th. Oh, I see it. <laughs> other than that, are, are there any other games that y'all are excited for? Yeah, I mean, that was one the of them, but that just stole my whole talking point. Yeah, I haven't, <laughs> I, I haven't kept up with it at all. So let me look through all the games, and I'll tell you if anything makes me. I mean, we're we're also we're also supposed to get more gameplay trailers for Kingdom Hearts three as well tomorrow, which is going to be dope. Um, I'm excited um, for the Spyro Reignited trilogy. Very much oh, planning yeah. on getting that game. And the Crash Bandicoot. Well, that's already out. Oh, well, but, like, I'm excited yeah. for both of them. Um, I was excited for a couple more. Uh, the Last of Us Part 2. Um, I haven't I haven't played one, but I've heard one is unbelievable. It's one... I would put it in the, one of the... Probably top two best games of my entire lifetime. And, is number one um, Fortnite? No, no, it is not. <laughs> Spider-Man is supposed to get a um, PS4 um, exclusive. Um, <laughs> Roller, Coaster, <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon is coming out on the Twitch. Switch. <laughs> oh, sorry, not the Twitch. <laughs> Switch, sorry. I'm, I'm, getting my, I'm getting my gaming things mixed up. <laughs> not Twitch. Switch. Yeah, hopefully that won't flop as big as Roller Coaster Tycoon World, um, yeah. because that game was as big of a flop as the new, as the modern Sim City was. Uh, pl- oh God! Planet yeah. Coaster very much outperformed it, just like uh, City Skylines did to Sim City. So hopefully Roller Coaster Tycoon can get back on track because those games used to be awesome. Has anyone seen uh, any trailers for the new game uh, Death Stranding? No, I haven't. Mm-mm. I go check it out. It looks very interesting. So it's made by um, Tetsuya Nomura. Who? I, oh wait, no. I might be getting my people mixed up. Uh, no, Kojima. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Uh, Kojima, who's the first uh, the person who um, created the Metal Gear Solid games, but left um, Konami recently. Um, so this is his first like. Uh, game after being employed by Konami, so he has full creative control and everything. So it, it's it'll be interesting to see, and it stars um, Daryl from The Walking Dead as the main character. Hmm. Not like I'm not like the actor, not uh, not Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> it's already out. Also, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, it has both. Okay. So there are a couple trailers out, but uh, we should we haven't gotten any gameplay yet. So they're hoping that there's some gameplay. Yeah. Today. I'll be watching intently tomorrow because I'll, I'm both excited and wary for the announcement of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the newest Assassin's Creed game. Uh, oh, right, yep. It's supposed to be taking place in ancient Greece. 
uh, rumored to be like a trilogy with like the ancient origins of the Assassin's Order. Uh, but the I biggest... thought that was, oh, I guess that, I guess that wasn't the first Assassin's Creed because that was more. They were already established at that point. And that's what's the like. Guess. But they're saying that it could be before Origins, which would definitely confuse me because I was like, I feel like this whole narrative was supposed to set it up all of this thing. So what are we supposed to be covering if this is in Greece centuries before? So I don't know about that. I think the biggest thing I'm wary of uh, is that one of the biggest issues with Assassin's Creed, like the games, is that people, not fatigue, but uh, when they're throwing out an Assassin's Creed game yearly, it seems like the con- like there's not enough like advancement that people uh, are looking for. Whereas uh, between the one before Origins and Origins, they took a longer gap and it made a much better game and it was much better developed. And so I think a lot of people are scared that this new game won't be the same way. Uh, but I'm anxious to see some of the content they'll see they'll show tomorrow at the Ubisoft uh, presentation. I am also excited about Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yes, I played the first. Uh, I haven't played the second Tomb Raider game. Neither have I. Played I. The fir- I played the first one, and it was really good. I did enjoy it a lot. Um. Also of note, uh, Super Smash Bros. coming out on Switch. Oh wow. Um, as well as Splatoon 2 and um, the Pokemon RPG. Now, is Rockstar, does, do they have a presentation? I don't believe so, but I think that Red Dead... Red Dead 2, uh, whether it's at EC or E3, uh, Red Dead 2 is a very much anticipated game. Uh, and then they also just announced a new Star Wars game that'll come out in December, apparently taking place after Order 66 and like following clones after that. I don't see Rockstar um, on this list of developers. I, but yeah, Red Dead's coming soon, too. I was very much a fan of the first game, so I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, What else have we been up to in the content world? Um, WWDC was this past week. Or I guess it's still currently going on, but the keynote was this past week, which is Apple's E3. And I'm a very big Apple fanboy, so I was... Very excited about it. It wasn't as flashy as a lot of past WWDCs. This year's coming updates are mostly stabilization things, but it fi- two big things that, ha- that they announced were group FaceTime, which I'm very excited for. So now you can have 32 people, 32 person FaceTime calls, which will be a hot mess, but also a very welcome addition. Because Apple's been very behind the times on that. What were you saying, David? I was saying, I feel like I don't even know enough people to have 32, like, on a whole whole FaceTime call. If we get Mav an Apple device, we could have 28 guests. (laughs) We could have a live audience. Um, Our entire audience. And... (laughs) We, they are also introducing iOS app ports to macOS, which is something that I think will be really useful and really cool, because they're, like, I think that means that you could, like, Snapchat from your computer, from your Mac now, which would be super cool. And, um, yeah, 
a lot of stabilization things are coming, which is nice because they'll hopefully be getting it all together. And I read something interesting on Reddit the other day. Someone was basically saying that there have really been two versions of iOS. Um, Colby and David, you guys can follow along because you have iPhones. Sorry, Maverick. But, um, I'm like, just chilling. <laughs> how, like, iOS 1 through 6 were all one design scheme, and it was basically every year, even though they introduced new features every year, it was all about polishing what happened. And then they started over with iOS 7 when they had the complete redesign. And they've just been stabilizing and stabilizing. And it's like a six-year cycle. And so this coming year will be the year when everything's, like, functionally as perfect as possible. And then not to be cynical, but it's, like, optimistic and it's also kind of cynical means that we could expect a major iOS redesign in a couple years, which would be interesting. Also... I'm kind of ready for an overhaul, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I agree and disagree. I hated the look of the current iOS, iOS 2, as this person said, when it first happened, but it's really grown on me. And the old, more boxy design looks a lot more outdated when you look at it again. Hey, I got a. I have a tech question for y'all, real fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on your Audacity, is your audio position in sync with like the end of your like recording thing? So like, what do you so mean? like on the top, like you know, you see the audio track that's moving, and now it says mm-hmm. like you know thirty seven whatever or like thirty like, and it keeps moving, keeps ticking. Yeah. Is that in sync with your audio position in the bottom left? Like that, uh... that running timer. Yes. It is? Okay, then I'm out of sync right now. So the audio might be off. Interesting. Correct. We'll figure it out in post. Yeah. I, uh, and by we, I mean Aaron. Thanks. I mean, also, like, I, uh, no. like could, is it, would it be possible for us to reset, like, by clapping again or something? Like, if I stopped recording, like, if I sent two tracks, and, like, I if we, like, reset by clapping, would that work? Well, I, I mean, as long as it's recording, it should be fine. Okay, I just don't want to be out of sync with y'all. So. I should be able to figure it out. But um, something that I didn't talk about last week, but that I can talk about now briefly, is that uh, last week, or the week before, I got an iPad uh, to use for school, and I've used it the past week in my physics class, and it is, like, the coolest thing that I've ever done. I'm taking notes and doing all of my homework on my iPad with the iPad, with the Apple Pencil, and it's awesome. I'm now effectively paperless, except that I have to print out the homework for the class to turn it in, but the pencil is really easy to use, and it's just a really cool and easy way to do notes, and I also have the book on there, so hopefully going forward, like, for classes at school, I can download PDFs of the books, legally, of course, and I won't need to carry heavy books in my bag or carry 40,000 notebooks. I could just carry my iPad to class and have everything I need, which is really cool and it's really useful. Tag. <laughs> and tag. Alright, David. It's time. Let's talk about The Greatest Showman. So, have y'all seen I have it? Not. I have not. I heard it was really good, though. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. And that brings me to my first point. <laughs> oh, no. 
this movie, I don't, I, like, I understand why people like it for the soundtrack, because I think it's, like, in its, in it of itself, the soundtrack is, 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 is pretty okay. It's, it's solid, you know, like, but as a movie, it made me, it was, it was cheesy. I think the thing I told Colby was that it was cheesy to the point of me actually cringing in the theater. Yeah, it's like, I'm glad I didn't pay for this. <laughs> and, you know, my sister loved it. Like, she loves the soundtrack. She thought the movie was great. But my sister is also eight. <laughs> so, I mean, it's obviously, I mean, I can't tell. I don't know, because, like, it's geared towards younger kids. And I feel kind of bad digging on it this much. But at the same time, it's like, there are a lot of movies geared towards kids that are actually genuinely good movies. So I feel like I can't give this one a pass because this one was not, it just wasn't good in my opinion. And it was just like every, I told Colby this as well, like every moment of genuine emotional tension starts a song. And I was like, this could have been so much better if you just let something play out in conversation and not start singing every time. I you're saying that people actually don't break disagree out in the with song? that point. When you're saying people what? don't break out in the song when things get, when yeah, really when you have tense moments in your life, like the, like for example, like I mean I don't care if I spoil anything for anybody because I don't like this movie. In the also, first place. it's past. So like, the... at so, yeah. So like, as at one point, the main character Hugh Jackman is meeting up with his wife question mark ex wife question mark wife that was leaving question mark I don't know I can't remember. But meets up with her on a beach, and I'm just like, ah, look, this moment for, like, intense emotional, like, like connection and, and, and repentance and forgiveness. And they start singing one of the cheesiest songs in the whole movie, and it ruined the whole thing. <laughs> that whole moment for me. But I, for me, I, I, as a fan of musicals, that's what I like about musicals is that they use songs to get through those those tense moments and those emotional moments and that's cool but the hold on the you know you're good Go ahead. the problem with the gray showman is that none of these songs were personal right that's that's that was my next point to jump onto is that like yeah. i think it would have been fine if like the if it felt like the songs that they were singing were for the sh- for the movie, but it sounds like they were going for audio play on every single one of the songs. Like I, the only two that I can think of that weren't were the the other side, which is Hugh Jackman convincing Zac Efron to to come with him, right? Yep. And Got maybe it. the greatest show. Yeah. But even that, like, oh, we're gonna have a great time. Like, sure. Like the once like like the big song in the whole movie is like what is it this is me mm-hmm. right that definitely could like that doesn't feel like person like a song personal to the movie it feels like that could apply to like it feels like it it was going for radio play pretty much and then that was my gripe because I guess I so I guess I'll refine my point it's not that they broke into song it's that they broke into really generic song that wasn't really like like pulling on the heartstrings in any way or like playing into the movie in my opinion and really i i don't it's just there's so many things so many things with this movie that i <laughs> <laughs> there are no characters um 
<laughs> it's just like archetypes. Uh, the yep. be- I-, I loved how the bearded lady, like when <laughs> when she shows up, like she, like she's mortified, um, but apparently not mortified just to shave off the beard, but you know just keeps it and keeps it in like pretty good shape, like it's like nice and trimmed yep. and like it looks yeah, good. It's, it's um, a good beard. <laughs> I don't understand the Siamese twins. It was bad to the point of hilarious that. They don't have one. I think that Siamese twins is like a pejorative term, like the conjoined twins. But they made right. them Asian anyway, which is like weird, and I don't like that. Um, and then the, when he's like talking to, um, talking to the the little actor, and he's like, "Oh, no one's going to laugh at you." And then, yes, they are because yeah, that's why are. you're putting him on stage is for people to like point and laugh at him. Like, I feel like. P.T. Barnum learned nothing throughout the story. The uh, Zac Efron's and Daya relationship was weird and made no sense. It was just... <sighs> oh, that was another one where uh, Zendaya is, like, at the hospital when uh, Zac Efron, like, ran into the fire where she was not there uh, and starts, like, crying and then starts singing. And I'm just like, uh Okay. I also like that what makes her a freak is that she's black. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's literally it. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> there, there's nothing else wrong with her. I, I Also, like, how do you just, like, pick up acrobats? I feel like you, you learn acrobatics to join, like, while you're in your time at the circus. I feel like no one's just, like, a natural acrobat. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how that happens. <laughs> yeah. Good question. Good. <laughs> All questions that need answers. Um, okay, my last point, which is more talking about like the general tone of the movie. Um, the first genuine song. I feel like so like like we were talking about earlier, the songs have a really poppy feel. So yep. from what I understand of the if I'm reading the movie correctly, the song that she's actually singing in the story narrative wise is an opera because she's an opera singer but the meta narrative that we hear is a Katy Perry pop song (laughs) what but it doesn't make like afterwards I was I was expecting to like look her up and like oh is that pop singer I've never heard of but no they just wanted to stop and sing a you can do it song for a while It, it's just weird. It's a very strange it's a weird, movie. Like, I don't understand... But, like, I understand why, like, kids like this movie, but I don't understand, like, full-grown people love this movie. <laughs> I feel like there's <laughs> going to be some people come for y'all's lives when they hear this. Oh, please do. <laughs> like, grown adults love this movie. And I'm just like, how? So, yeah, if y'all have comments, send them Colby and David's way. I just come at me. Please do. I'm waiting for Please. it. I'm, I'm, my mentions are hot and ready. Bro. Colby's already opened himself up to a lot of uh, Twitter backlash this week. With David, his, would you uh, say that your mentions are like Little Caesar's Pizza? Just jump straight <laughs> into Mav's comment. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's self-aware about it. Like <laughs> Partially. But no. What? But yes, also Space Jam is a bad movie. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. I mean, from a from a from a emotional standpoint, it's a 
great movie from a wow like this was actually put on a screen yeah it's a it's a movie <laughs> it's a okay extended looney tunes clip at best but michael jordan i digress <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you said you had a, a movie to Yeah, out. so uh, yesterday it came up in my recommended Netflix movies. It's called Alex Strangelove. It was a Netflix original movie that came out like two days ago. Oh, I did see a, I did see a trailer for it's, that, yeah. It, from the trailer, I haven't seen Love, Simon, but it basically seems like a Netflix off-brand Love, Simon. Yeah, that's kind of and the vibe I got. I watched it. From what I read, it's different than Love, Simon, where Love, Simon was about Simon struggling with coming out, where this was about him struggling with his sexual identity more than coming out. But So basically the synopsis of the movie is there's this guy, Alex, and he's got like a quote-unquote perfect life. He's his class president, and he has an awesome girlfriend, and they're both hoping to go to Columbia next year when they go to college. And... Uh, he, they're planning on going to a hotel in a week or two so that uh, he could lose his virginity. And then at a party, he meets this dude, Elliot, and he realizes he kind of has feelings for him. And it's, the movie is basically him struggling and coming to terms with his sexuality. And I think that, in general, it does a good job of showing that, but there are some things that it does very poorly and some things that, in my opinion, it does problematically. I think that the plot itself is pretty solid. I'm not going to spoil it because it came out two days ago. Um, but I think, like, and I think that, in general, it does a good job of portraying those issues, like that someone realizing their sexuality would go through, but it, the there are a couple problems that I have in that it's kind of, it was like, weirdly, like, there were scenes of the movie that were like what you would expect from a movie like that, or like Love, Simon, and there were scenes where it was trying to be like a comedy, like American Pie, almost. And they were very juxtaposed, but not in a positive manner. And it seemed like it was like, written by two different people for those two halves of the movie. And it didn't go with the overall theme of the movie at all. And it also did some bi erasure, which is an issue in the LGBT community, in that a lot of people who identify as bisexual have issues that people use bisexuality as a stepping stone to coming out as gay or lesbian. And the movie does that where the main character, this isn't a major spoiler, but he chooses out of nowhere for all of a day that he's bisexual and then moves to what his true sexuality is. And first of all, making it seem like a choice, while it doesn't completely, is problematic in its own right, but also it kind of contributed to the bi erasure that is a hot button issue in the LGBT community. Uh, the one thing I'll add to that, uh, Lee Shank from Mulan is a bisexual icon, and I will not hear anything otherwise. <laughs> I thought that was already established. 
Uh, it was cut out of the live action movie. <laughs> oh, good point. Rude. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> and also, Disney. Um, the other boy in the movie who is like the focus of the main character's sexual confusion is only shown like five times throughout the whole film. But he is the second build actor in the cast, which is super weird in my opinion. Like. All right, so I. Uh, it, it could have been a much stronger movie if they fixed those issues and if they showed that guy a lot more, in my opinion. But I think that it was a solid film. I would give it probably Look, like a 7, 7.5. The only other Netflix original I've seen was Bright, so if it's better than that, then it's It got fine. an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Yeah, 6.4 average rating. Yeah, so like. I mean. It was a solid film. I, what is the greatest show? <laughs> I haven't seen Love, Simon, but from what I've heard, I would rather see Love, Simon than Alex Strangelove. But they also focus on different issues. Um, just to circle back real quick, what would you give um, The Greatest Showman? Uh, I think my worst... I think my worst movie that I've given a... Sorry, I, I can see Arkansas doing the Wu Pig Suey thing and just throwing me off. Um, <laughs> um, and let's see, my, I think my worst score that I've given a movie so far was like a six out of ten, maybe a five out of ten. This is definitely like a four out of ten. Yeah, I, I was gonna go four, four and a half, just because like even though the songs were poppy, like I did like them. Like the Greatest Showman, yeah, no, honestly, I, mean, I think it's the best song in the movie. Uh, the Greatest Show, I think that's the best song in the movie. Um, and, and, and like Hugh Jackman can sing, yeah. Like it's not a question of whether these people can sing or not. Like that's not it. It's just as a movie, I just didn't, I didn't vibe with me, bro. Sidebar note: Every time you say Hugh Jackman, I think you're saying Hugh Jackson. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you about that. <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. It is a personal <laughs> issue, but I think it shows that I care too much about the Browns. All right, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, first from Peds at Rachel Pedigo. Uh, any dope life hacks you swear by? Any dope life hacks? I have one. Go for uh, it. When you're heating up your food, like when you like cover it with like a paper towel or whatever to keep it from splattering, except if you add a wet paper towel on top it won't let the moisture escape from the top. It'll actually give some of the moisture back to, like, old, like, pizza or especially, like, warming up yes, rice. Yes, that's true. Yes. Wet paper towel on top of your microwave. Also, if, if you can, always try and arrange it in a hollow circle because then it heats more evenly because usually the stuff in the middle is colder than the stuff on the outside. So if you heat it in, like, a ring, it heats much more evenly. Oh, I have another. Um, when you're putting pillows in a pillowcase. Okay, it's, I'm going to try to talk through it. Flip the pillowcase inside out. Reach your hands into the pillowcase. Oh. Um, all the way to the end. 
and then grab the pillow by the end and then just like wiggle the pillowcase on and that way you don't have to like fight uh, with the pillow to get the pillowcase that's on. a good that's one a really that's good a good one. good one one that i saw years ago that's a really cool one it's useful when you don't know where you're going but like in an area of town where you know you are it's not that useful but on the freeway you know how there are signs, and then above the sign it says what exit number it is? Yeah. Where that small exit number sign is in relation to the big sign shows you what side of oh, the road yeah. the exit is on. So, like, if it says exit 205 on the left side, that means that the exit is on the left. If it's in the middle, then it means that the exit's in the middle, and if it's on the right, it means the exit's on the right. So it makes it a lot easier for you to know where you need to, what lane you need to be in when you're getting off the freeway. Yeah. I'm trying to think about other life hacks that I use. When opening cheap wine, and you, you know how some of them have like a packaging on top of the, on top of the Mm -hmm. cork, like they have, it has a material. Just use use the wine opener, like, to open the 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 packaging on top, like that. Use the tip of the wine opener to to peel off the the top. Like the end of the corkscrew. Yep. Because hmm. some people like the biggest struggles that people have are are peeling off that top layer, and that if you just use the the end of the cork, like the tip of the corkscrew, to peel it off, it makes it go by much faster. I just rather just also run and grab a knife real quick. Um, my, uh, actually, I'm not going to give you a time frame of when I did this, but, um, if you don't have a corkscrew around, uh, you can actually put the wine bottle in a hard, uh, hard heeled shoe and, uh, put the wine bottle in the, the shoe and, and bang it against the wall and it'll open the, it'll open the cork, it'll open the cork because of the pressure. I need a diagram. (laughs) I'll, I'll draw you one later. It did work, and it Sorry. it did indeed work. Uh, Aaron, well, I think you're getting yeah, a call. I'm not answering that. Someone else will, or no one will. <laughs> Is it the house phone? Yes, that's the house phone. There we go. Either someone got it or no one got it, but it wasn't me. <laughs> Any more? I'm trying to think. Both of mine were both of mine were wine related. <laughs> Hmm. Well, I'll move on uh, to the shruggy guy at Tournament Lacot. Uh NBA Finals will be over. Good call. Uh, so, <laughs> World Cup predictions and analysis. You can take this. Yeah, one. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't or, sorry, not hockey. Uh, football. I don't care about. Football. So I don't care about it. That starts next week. It starts Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Um. So, because um, we are not in it, like I said, I'm a World Cup fan for hire. Make a make a convincing point, and I'll root for your team for the day. Um, until then, I'm just going to be rooting for the black people or whoever has the best hand. Um, but I'm going to talk more about storylines instead of analysis, because I don't know that much about soccer. Uh, Iceland had a nice little run. In the uh, Euros 2016, uh, got to the quarterfinal round, I believe. It will be interesting to see if they can recapture some of that magic and regain the love of the world after that little run that they had. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see how Egypt does. Uh, we still don't know when Mo Salah is going to get back. Um, he was injured um, in the oh, the Champions League final. I don't know, something like that. But he was injured by Sergio Ramos, um, who plays for Mexico. Uh, should Egypt and Mexico both get out of their group stages, that might be an interesting rematch. Um, they would play in the round of 16. Uh, speaking of Mexico, they just had a huge scandal on their team where, like, a bunch of the married players were seen, like, at a hotel or something with a bunch of women who were not their wives. Um, I, I believe Yikes, there, was, their there was a, peti- <laughs> a petition um, from a lot of Mexican football fans um, to the wives of the players to forgive them before the tournament starts. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see um, what the Mexican team's focus is like. Um, and I believe, let me see what the World Cup groups are before I make this. While you're doing that, I mean, I think Brazil and Germany are probably two heavy favorites at this point. Both of them have very excellent clubs. Uh, I, I'm also anxious to see what Egypt does with my Osala. But you also have, like I said, we're going back to this idea of parity. You always have teams like Argentina, uh, Spain, uh, perhaps even uh, the UKs, like uh, England, uh, that are always going to be around. Uh, speaking of Spain, they are in Group B with Portugal. Um, oh, so it, we'll likely see those two teams come out of that group. Um, but since they are in the same group, it'll be interesting to see if something weird happens there. Um, but I think the matchup a lot of people want to see is Argentina and Portugal uh, to see Messi go up against Ronaldo. Uh, a World Cup is really the, the one thing that both of these superstars don't have. Uh, I think... Messi needs a World Cup a little more than Ronaldo. Um, but, you know, they both sneakily got old, got, got a little old on us. So this might be one of their last chances to, to grab a World Cup. So it'll be interesting to see how those teams do. But that those are my storylines to watch going into World Cup. Again, I don't know a lot about the, um, about the ins and outs of the beautiful game, but... It should be a fun thing to watch, you know, wake up, wake up and watch a little football. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, next, uh, from Michael Coe, Michael Coe, 1995, any 2019, uh, 2019 films you're most forward, you're most looking forward to? I guess stop talking now because I just talked for a really long time. <laughs> uh, 2018 Six. film that's coming out in five, five days, I think. Not 2019. It is 2019. Well, but I'm saying a 2018 film that I forgot to mention, Incredibles 2, is coming out this Friday. That'll be our next movie. And I am hella pumped. I still need to get tickets. Listen, I will fight some kids (laughs) at the movie theater. Like, I will throw hands with kids. It's like when we went to go see Toy Story 3. We have every right to see this movie. This ain't for y'all. This is for me. (laughs) Um, we have Lego Movie 2 coming out in February. You know, I actually just watched the, the Lego Movie last night because it was on TV. Such and, a good uh, movie. It is, it is actually a very good movie. So. Speaking of Toy um, Story, is 4 coming out? Isn't 4 coming out? 
Yes, Toy Story 4 is coming out in 2019. We also get uh, How to Train Your Dragon and Captain Marvel back-to-back weeks in March, the March 1st and March 8th. Is, uh, so is the, um, the next Avengers movie coming out in 2019 or 2020? 2019. So yeah, we're going to get uh, Shazam in the DC world in, on April 5th. Then May 3rd, we get Avengers 4. Interesting. Also, uh, Star the, Wars Episode Nine at the end of the year. The yeah. New Mutants. Uh, have any of y'all seen the trailers for that one? I have not. Mm-mm. So it's a it's a property owned by Fox. It's all uh, the mutants, like uh, you know, X Men and stuff. But uh, under the premise of a horror movie, so it's like a horror Marvel a horror Marvel movie, which is a very interesting premise. And it uh, it stars. Um, Macy Williams from Game of Thrones, who plays Arya, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, I have, I have seen yeah. that. and uh, and then the guy from Steve is it Steve? No, not Steve. The weird, the weird older brother from Stranger Things. I can't remember his name. Uh, but it's a uh, Will's older brother. So that that looks like a good one, or an interest. I'll say an interesting one. Um, we also get Detective Pikachu. I was Pikachu. just about to say that. We're about to get Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Lion King. Um, as, lo- as well as we get Lion King, we get Aladdin um, at the end of May, the live action. Um, so Aladdin. I see here that there's a there's an Artemis Fowl. Yeah, that's what I just saw. In the works, which I had heard nothing about, but I've read the Artemis Fowl books, and I enjoy those very much. I never read them. I heard they were really good. They are. Uh, Gambit, um, June seventh, uh, June twenty first. Is, uh, is it still Channing Tatum? I think so. Hold, hold okay. up, Shrek five. What? <laughs> Angry Birds two. It is still Channing Tatum. Okay. Uh, um, I see. Spider Man Homecoming. Transformers 2. seven, which is a, a sentence I never wanted to say. But you know what? I'm actually a little excited for Bumblebee. I didn't see the trailer for it. It looks fun. Okay, this is disappointing. There's a movie called The Rhythm Section that's coming out. So I thought that was going to be like Drumline or Whiplash. The description? Nothing can be like Whiplash. Well, you you know what I mean? Like a music movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the death of her family in an airplane crash on a flight that she was meant to be on, Stephanie Patrick discovers the crash was not an accident. She then seeks to uncover the truth by adapting the identity of an assassin to track down those responsible. What does that have to do with rhythm sections? Putting a bad name on I jazz bands. I watch the movie to figure it out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, we're also going to get uh, Wonder Woman 2. There's a Dumbo movie coming um, out. There is a Dumbo movie. Uh, we're gonna get Frozen too, which I feel like the Frozen backlash is a little extreme. Like I still, I think Frozen's a good movie. I feel like everyone all of a sudden hated. Frozen. I was never I a they, huge fan. I think they didn't like the endless amounts of Let It Go, and then it just kind of spiraled onto itself. Like I like Frozen. Like it, it's, it's a, a good, good movie. movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's not my favorite, but it's a good movie. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick, yes. Is coming out. I'm sure I'm sure I'm gonna be obligated to see that one. <laughs> yes, you are. 
for our horror fans, there's a um, Bloomhouse um, movie coming out um, in December. But I just went through the entire calendar, and those were the movies that I liked. Secret Life of Pets 2. Secret Life of Pets 1 was good. Also Sonic the Hedgehog movie. There's a Minecraft movie. Was Secret... Okay, let me see if Secret Life of Pets was actually good. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't trust your movie taste. Secret Life of Pets was good. Rotten Tomatoes says 6.2 out of 10. Chumanji 3? That is also what they gave The Greatest Showman. (laughs) God. This website... you need to know. (laughs) This website... Well, I went through on Thursday (laughs) a whole list (laughs) of good and bad movies that had the opposite rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so I don't want to hear it. You also think Spy Kids is a no, bad it's movie. It's a great movie, but it's a terrible movie. Just like Space Jam to you. It's not, though. It's a genuinely good movie. There's I mean, allegedly a Dora the Explorer movie coming out next year. Oh my god! Directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon is better than Minions. By far, by a large margin. Excuse me. I like. I want to get Twitter in on this conversation. <laughs> we need to make a Twitter poll. Yeah, if that's gonna happen. Who wins the Twitter account? I don't know. I don't know. Not either. me. The intern does. Wait, what? Who runs the Twitter? I missed. No, I don't know who. Oh, nobody I don't run, know. Nobody knows who runs the Twitter account. The intern. The intern. Oh, no. No. no she she definitely not. does not run <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any other things. Yeah. Oh, did y'all hear that they're trying to make a, a, a Percy Jackson TV series? I think that would be so much better that than... That you uh... can't put those books into... One movie. You can't put a whole book in one movie. Like you need to have a te- like a season for a book. I don't know about a yeah. season there, for a book. There's too much to be fleshed out, though. They could do it. I'll. Uh, I thought a series of unfortunate events did a very good job of keeping it short, but also not losing anything. The Netflix series was. It's two episodes per book, and each episode's about an hour long. Wait, I was supposed to talk about Riverdale this week. We're already Did you finish, finally? Yeah, I finished. Uh, we might save Carlos' question for next oh, week. Oh, okay. Because I do want to talk. Because here's here's why that made me think of this. Um, I feel like most shows' seasons are too long. Like, I feel like this season of Riverdale could have been a solid 8 to 10 episodes. Like, 8 to 10 60-minute episodes, not 42 minutes. And it would have been, like, the perfect length. Um... And I feel like with a Percy Jackson, uh, a Percy Jackson book, you need like four episodes tops per book. But I also think that two and a half hours is too short. I think you need a good four hours to get through everything you want to do. Fair, yeah, I agree. But eight ap- eight episodes is way too many. In my opinion. David, are you almost done with Riverdale? I am not. I, I kind of hit a wall. Not because of the show, but because of life. 
So I will get back on it soon. Already. Any, any, anything else? No, no. You think we have time for this last question? Yeah, let's go. It. Let's do it. Uh, Carla wants us to talk about the Mandela effect. Is there something strange going on, or do we just not pay close attention to things? Is there a specific thing she wants, or is there just in general? Just in general, like, do you believe in the Mandela effect? Well, uh, there's a Mandela effect in the greatest movie of all time, well, the greatest series of all time, and that is Star Wars, because naturally I'm going to bring Star Wars into all of these. Han shot first. Uh, well, no, not that. Not that it's, Oh, dang it, we were supposed to talk about Star Wars this week. Didn't no, we did we our spoiler talk last week. week. Yeah, we do. I mean, like, talk about the Star Wars fandom this week. Oh, Star Wars oh, right. fans suck. That's the whole thing. Like, there's no other take. That is pretty bad. Uh, but no, the the biggest Mandela effect is in Episode 5 where people mis- mis- uh, quote Darth Vader and saying that it, where he says, Luke, I'm your father, when the actual quote is, no, I am your father. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I think the the one that most everyone knows is the burn like Bernstein Bears and Bernstein. Yeah, that's Bernstein. That's the yeah. one that I was thinking about. Um, let me look up other ones. Um, there is the um, black tip of the tail on Pikachu. Ooh, I didn't think about that one. But that's something like if you told me before I read about this, to draw Pikachu, I would draw the tip of his tail black for some reason. I don't know why. Because in nothing does he have a black tip on the end of his tail. Maybe we all just got, like, a knockoff Pikachu at one point. Maybe, I mean, maybe I'm thinking of Pichu. Like, is that it? Maybe Pichu does. Huh, this is a good one. Forrest Gump, the quote, life is like a box of chocolates, is really life was like a box of chocolates. Yeah, Pichu has a black tail. So that might be where the confusion comes. So in all in all, I think it's just people not paying attention to things. I don't think there's, uh, uh, like what is what's the premise of that uh, that whole thing that there's like two separate like universes or something, or multiple dimensions that are weaving between each other. Oh, here's one, Looney Tunes. Is it spelled T-U-N-E-S or T-O-O-N-S? Uh, it's two O's, right? No, it's T-U-N-E-S. It's T-U-N-E-S. Yeah. It would make sense yeah. for it to be T-O-O, it, though, because it's like Looney Cartoons, which would be T-O-O. But it used to have a lot more to do with music. Yeah. That's why. The Forrest Gump one is really messing with me. Oh, but for people that don't know, uh, this came, the Mandela Effect talks about how apparently a lot of people um, a lot of people thought that Nelson Mandela died in prison, which I think is people just not looking up history. <laughs> but yeah. Like a large percentage of people thought that Nelson Mandela died in prison where he very much did not. This one is really dumb. From the MandelaEffect.com, one of the top ones is that people think that there are 51 or 52 United States. That's just people being what? dumb. No, that's just idiot. That's just... That, that's just not paying attention. That's just... Yeah. Um, 
I don't no that that's that's more than just not paying attention. That's just straight up like I don't even know, man. Oscar Meyer is M A Y E R, not M E Y E R. Okay, I don't believe. No, I don't believe that one. My baloney has a second name. It's M A Y E R. Then why isn't it? Nah. Sp- why isn't it said Oscar <laughs> Mayer? Because that's not how the man says his name. <laughs> the man is wrong. <laughs> Um, alright, here's one. Does the Monopoly man have a monocle? No, he does not. He does not, but I originally thought he did. That's one of the common ones. Curious George never had a tail. Well, that's just not paying attention. Because I definitely knew that one. C-3PO isn't all gold? Yeah, we know that. He has a red arm. Yeah, he has a red arm. (laughs) Well, he's always had the silver leg. Kit Kat doesn't have a dash. Huh. But if you Google C-3PO, the first image you see is him all gold. Huh. The Queen in Snow White never said mirror, mirror on the wall. Mm-mm. She said magic. She said magic yes. mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm kind of biased because I, I looked through this stuff before. <laughs> yeah. But that's all uh, I got, I, and it's also we're running yeah. long. Yeah, we are. We are. I think it's long. just people not being aware. But in closing, be nice to your Star Wars actors. Yes, or actresses. No, one of my good friends be, took to Facebook today to do to talk about it because it's it's not well. It's not in a good state at this moment, and uh, we got to be a little more conscious of things we write to these actors that we would we would pay anything to have the opportunities they would and to know what it feels like to get that kind of backlash and be in their shoes i think it would stop a lot of people from saying the things they have basically if you wouldn't say it to someone's face don't say it online which i know someone's going to at me about something rude to say but that is something I would 100% say to somebody in real life um, like this person talking about LeBron having a negative plus minus when you don't know how to use plus oh. minus like learn how to use plus <laughs> minus anyway bots, <laughs> that's all I the, got for this week the bots are out in force bro. <laughs> also don't argue with Twitter bots yeah PSA not worth it alright we got anything else this week Next week, we'll be able to talk about the draft. The draft is before the NBA Awards show. That shows how dumb it is. Oh, also, uh, we're coming up into a a dark period for sports. Baseball! So if you... We're coming up against a dark period in sports, so if you want us to like change up the format or do something interesting let us know we will consider it yeah we have something we have some things in the wings we are here currently. to entertain you yeah we do have some things in the works and we'll see we'll see how that goes in in private times but until then you can find us at tinyurl.com slash never varsity you can leave us a five-star rating and a review on itunes anything you liked or didn't like be sure to let us know via our twitter at never pod thank you jake for the theme music and we will talk to you Next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.